0: Welcome to the All Ball Show, presented by Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. In the All Ball Show, we focus on basketball-only content, and to tip things off, I'm covering every single team in the NBA, from worst to best in each conference. I'm going to look at their rosters and discuss how I think they're going to perform this upcoming season. And now, for the number two seed in the Eastern Conference last year, the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are a storied franchise in the NBA. They have the most championships. I mean, the Lakers and the Celtics are up there in that category. The Celtics are out of Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, They are a member of the Eastern Conference Atlantic Division. Their arena is known as the TD Garden. It used to be the Boston Garden. That's what money will do. It changes a a historic name like the Boston Garden. Uh, Head coach is Brad Stevens, one of the best in the league. Uh, Very young coach as well, very smart for his age. They've been around since 1946 until now, haven't changed. Uh, I mean, they're in one of the most historic cities in the country, so uh, why wouldn't their NBA franchise stick around for a while as well? They've won a lot of championships. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. The Lakers have 16. Their last one was back in 2008. That was back when they had like Kevin Garnett, Rajon Rondo, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen, guys like that. I loved some Celtics teams. I mean, as a Lakers fan, I don't see that rivalry as much as some people from the past do. I appreciate the game at an individual level where, like, I'm a Lakers fan because that's how I grew up with the game. But I can appreciate a good team in the Boston Celtics too, even if they are the Lakers' arc rival. That's just how I am. Not everybody is that way. Some would say I'm not a true fan if that's the case, but I digress. The Celtics had a record of 55-27 and last year. They were 33-19 and in conference play, 27-14 and at home, 28-13 on the road. And uh, that's pretty darn good if you ask me let's start looking at some of the players they had on their roster last year to help get a picture of why they were so darn good. They had some players who dealt with some injuries who were some of their star players. Uh, For example, I mean, we'll get there. Uh, (laughs) We all know the one. But anyway, uh, Kadeem Allen, Aaron Baines, Jabari Bird, Jalen Brown, Jarrell Eddy, Jonathan Gibson, Gordon Hayward, Um, (laughs) more on him in a minute. Al Horford, Kyrie Irving, Shane Larkin, Greg Monroe, Marcus Morris, Abdel Nader, Semi Ojale, Terry Rogier, Xavier Silas, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Daniel Thies, and Guershan Yabusele. A lot of crazy names on the Boston Celtics last year, if you ask me. Uh, they had 20 players on their roster total throughout the entire year, according to basketball-reference.com. Uh, Kyrie Irving was their top guy he was their main dude but he only played 60 games he was dealing with some knee issues I think they weren't like major but it kept him out long enough to impact some of their games down the stretch but Kyrie still averaged 24.4 points a game five assists three or yeah three or so rebounds Um, pretty good season for him but the totals really are where it hits I mean but Kyrie And let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Kyrie plus seven other players had double-digit average points. Uh, That says how deep this team is. I've said that before, and I will say it again as much as I can. But they had three players who had quadruple digits in scoring last season on total. You had Kyrie Irving with 1,450-ish, Jason Tatum with about 1,100, Jalen Brown 1,000. Those two guys right there, two very young guys putting up huge numbers in their first year or two. Al Horford about 925, Terry Rozier 900, Marcus Morris 730, and Marcus Smart 515. It kind of starts to fall off from there, but uh, very high packed numbers up there from a lot of young players. Honestly, I mean Kyrie Irving came to the Celtics in that season, uh, basically trying to be the man of a of a franchise on his own. Uh, or be the leader of a franchise instead of being under the helm of LeBron James. I think that he saw that as kind of stressful and he wanted to go about it in his own way. And so I think that's kind of why he did that, why he requested a trade and ended up with the Celtics. The interesting thing is that A lot of Celtics fans were heartbroken on the game one of the season last year. I was sitting there watching the game. It was one of the opening night games, Celtics and the Cavaliers. Really cool matchup you wanted to see because they had matched up in the playoffs previously in the previous year. And in the first few minutes of the game, Gordon Hayward goes up for an alley-oop pass from somebody and he gets bumped in midair. And it obviously wasn't on purpose, but he gets hip checked and he falls down really hard and awkwardly and he like fractured his ankle in the most gruesome way possible on national television his foot was sideways it was laying there it was bad so if you're queasy and you haven't seen that yet maybe don't go look for it but if you haven't seen it and you like gross things uh there you go i mean i was in i was in shock when that happened along with the entire nba world because when something like that happens this guy is an all-star he affects a team in such a huge way, I can see how his injury affected the entire picture of the season, like you know that's a season ending injury, and you know that he was one of their best players, so you can't help but think that they're going to struggle throughout the year and they did i don't see how they made it back up to the number two spot if you're if you're if i'm being honest uh, without him so with him coming back this year, that's going to be interesting to watch him and Kyrie Irving both healthy. Uh, with everybody else coming back, too, for the most part. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Without Gordon Hayward, they did go on to the playoffs. They defeated the Milwaukee Bucks in Game 7 of the first round, uh, Bucks being the number 7 seed with Giannis Antetokounmpo at the, at the lead. They defeated the Philadelphia 76ers in five games somehow. I'm not entirely sure how they did that. Uh, just clicking on all cylinders, like I mentioned in their, in the Sixers episode. They went on to play the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Finals and they took it to a Game 7, or they the Cavs forced a Game 7, I should say, and the Cavs won Game 7 in Boston as a number 4 seed to go on and take the Golden State Warriors in the finals, or to take them on. They got beat for Zip in that series. <laughs> a crazy season for the Celtics. At the very beginning, they lost one of their star players. You think that they're going to have a hard time. They make it to the number 2 seed and all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals, Game 7, one win away from going to the finals and for a young team like that that would have been really cool to see uh, to see how they could have matched up against a Rockets team or a Golden State Warriors team it's too bad that didn't happen but they have another big season ahead of them and uh Gordon Hayward's looking healthy Kyrie's looking healthy he's grown his hair out a little bit he's wearing a headband looks like he's straight out of the 70s or something like or the 80s like Dr. J just a smaller guy but a lot of their guys are coming back uh Aaron Baines Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Kyrie Irving, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart. Uh, Marcus Smart can get himself in trouble. He's a hot-headed, young, vocal leader. Um, I'd compare him to like a Draymond Green. Strong defender. That's one of his major strengths, but he talks a lot, and it can get the best of him sometimes. As a Lakers fan, I can say that I am excited to see the Celtics this year at their fullest potential um, because I know my team, the Lakers, are going to be performing pretty well in the West, uh, but I think the Celtics can have a strong chance to go up to the top this season. Them and the Sixers are looking pretty dangerous. And that does it for this episode of the All Ball Show presented by Abstract Sports. How do you think the Boston Celtics are going to do this year? Please let us know in the comments below. Also, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe if you want to get more basketball content throughout the season. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. I'll see you in the next one.